Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Album Crawl, a low-effort podcast where we delve into an album song by song, the hits, the misses, the near misses, and sometimes, if we're lucky, the B-side gold. I am your host, James Johnson, along with my co-host. Yeah, that's right. I said a co-host because he's lower than me. I'm the host. He's the co-host. My brother, Paul Johnson. And this week, we are doing a Bonnie Vare's 2016 album, 22 A Million, one that I'm very excited for. It's definitely one that I've been holding in my back pocket as it's a it's an album that I've always known and listened to a lot, but never really, I don't know, delved into as much as we're going to do here. So uh, with that, Paul, tell me, how you how you feeling this week? Are you excited? I am really stoked to be the second host on this episode. <laughs> I'll be playing third second fiddle. fiddle. The third Jay, fiddle. The J and himself. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I I have did not listen to really any Bony Bear after the initial hits, so this is new newish to me. I, I I listened. I think I listened to the album one time. So, you know, but previous to this, obviously. So I would consider myself a, a Bony Bear fan from the original, the 2011 stuff, the For Emma and. Uh, I can't even remember the name of the second album. It's Bon Iver, so easy. It's Bon Iver. Yeah, so um, I got to say, this album is going to be the most complicated album that we've we've gone on so far. And this is episode number... 46? 46. So this, that's saying quite a bit because we've covered a lot of ground. This is, this is without a doubt, going to be the most complicated one. And you can tell right away just from looking at the album cover. But um, yeah, you know, I like, I'm gonna try not to get too technical and too crazy with this one because there's just so much in every little line and every little bit of music production that I'm sure somebody who's an expert on Justin Vernon could probably like go crazy with it. So that's that's about where I'm standing. I, I'm excited to go over it and, uh, and talk more, a little bit about some of the themes happening in this album and maybe get into a little bit of detail, but not, not too much. Um, yeah, I'm stoked. Okay. And so I want to ask you, because you listen to this a lot, once you started listening in more, was clarity, did clarity come with re-listens to this album? But there's so many codes and stuff that, you know, did over time, if you just re-listening, did you kind of start to, pick up on a few of the th- meanings of the songs and such? Yeah, well, you know, I definitely was on Genius a lot. So I was reading the lyrics and knowing, knowing what the song, I literally learned what any of the songs are about. Before I could def, I could say with you with 100% certainty, I had no idea what any of the songs were about. I didn't <laughs> listen. I did not, as listeners will know, I do not listen for lyrics ever. I was going in straight vibes for this album. And for me, as like a listener, it was always, this was always just a complete album to put on. It was always one that's like something to listen to if you want to be not not something like too intense, but also very introspective and also very like worth. You could just sit and listen to it. You don't need to be bothered doing anything else because it's like worthy of like, not worthy, but like there's enough going on in this musically. That's mm-hmm. it's, it's it's so interesting to just sit and like be like what is going on here like what is happening how is this making me feel right now like what is what's going on yeah and uh and so listening to it more and more and reading and, and figuring out like oh all of these like themes about it makes it 
I mean, significantly more enjoyable to listen to and to pick right. apart. Right. Um, that I, I had a similar experience. The second I started really getting my feet in the water with this album, you start to appreciate what the album's about and how the album was created. So if if you're listening to this, it's probably because either you either you're like me, like a lot of people, and you like liked early Bon Iver and and you didn't really get into this stuff after because this is none of this was a big hit. Not, nothing close to skinny love. Nothing right. afterwards. Yeah. Really nothing from him has been that big. Maybe mm-hmm. obviously the work he did with Kanye, but I'm not going to count that for this sake. No. no or no. you're listening because maybe you're caught up on this album and your people are, you know, they're just a little confused with it. Or I like the song, but I'm not sure why I like this song. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. am, I listening, am I listening to something crazy like that pumped up kicks effect where you're like, Am I listening to a song about killing people right now or am I not? <laughs> or, is, or is it all just like gobbledygook and there's no point to the lyrics? I definitely thought that there was going to be way less meaning. I thought it was going to be way more like random, like Bono lyrics where he's saying a lot. And like, I guess he is kind of similar to Bono where he's like saying a lot with few phrases and it's like very like, uh-huh. you can't really understand it. But like, it really all is all tied together. And there's like, there are definite themes that are at play here. And there's, but I, I definitely expected just seeing, literally looking at the track listing, you're like, oh, it's all going to be about nothing. Like, there's not anything going on here. It's all just going to be like mumbo jumbo. I don't know. Like, it's going to be so cryptic beyond comprehension when really, I, I, I don't think it is. I think, it, I think you could read it and be like, without really understanding it, you go like, okay, I, I get what's going on. And that's how I felt because like, I'm not someone to like really get into like the meaning, mm-hmm. like the deeper meanings. I don't, I don't, like to me, it's like, you're going to present it and I'm going to accept it. I, and that's, that's what there is. There isn't the internet. There isn't stuff to like go and research it because that's not, the art doesn't exist like that. It's more like it, it, how it presents itself is how you accept it. And you, you shouldn't, there's like a certain limit to where I'm like, I don't want to know anymore because they're, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if they're referencing something and I don't get it, that's, 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 on them you know what i mean like it's not your responsibility to to, to, to understand it kind of yeah to a certain extent you know what i mean yeah yeah i agree and that actually is a really good theme for us reviewing this album a theme for this for this episode not of the album itself is like <laughs> you know i how the hell am i gonna know that yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, yeah, well, I don't get that. But but that's the, that's the thing, though. And that's why uh, I f- like reading through his things and being like, OK, this is really cool is being like he can use those references and use these deeper meanings, but not using them as a crutch to help explain himself. It's more of like an addition. It's more of saying, like, if you get it, then that helps you understand it more. But you can understand what he's trying to say without it. You, you can kind of get what he's trying to say without it. You can get the vague idea of what he's trying to say without it, but you can't get the, the specific poetic notion yeah. of it. Yeah. And, and that happens a lot of times on this album for sure. Let's, well, like, talk, I, let's talk about a couple of the quick things before, before we get into it. We've got numbers. We've got God. We've got love. We've got the self duality, the self and its relationship with space and time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> You know, in relationship with places. I like that's that's a good one to leave for the very end. And then the self, you know, and how it relates to space and time, obviously. Yeah, you know, love, God. We're talking yeah. about tiny, minuscule themes here, really then, small, as succinct abs- ideas. As abstract of concepts as you can possibly configure in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that. 
So if you were to characterize this album, that's the, those are the, the bullet points that you would, you would list for it. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want to give an asterisk to this episode. If you're, you know, if you either are Justin Vernon or one of his close friends, you know, you're not going to get anything new out of this. We're not, I'm not an expert on Bon Iver. Jay's not an expert on Bon Iver, but we have done a pretty good amount of research. We've done the fair man's due diligence on this album. <laughs> we have crawled it, we've crawled it and we've crawled it again. So we are going to be able to provide some value on each of these songs. And that's, that's the most I can say heading into this. But if I were to characterize it, yes, those are my, those are my bullet points. I think, I think that's a fair place to start, Paul. And with that, we will play 22 over soon. The first track. 22 So at the end of every episode, we, we, you know, play the first song of the next album that we're going to do. If you listen to the previous episode, yeah, we played this song and uh, there's that, that moment you'll catch when it's like kind of cutting in and out. And all I could think was like, oh my God, the internet. Oh God, the internet's breaking up. I was going to sound so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I don't think I ever really noticed that before because I wasn't listening so intently, but I'm like, that's such like a. That that is so many of so many touches that they put on this, like these little like auditory manipulations that they'll put into like kind of fuck yeah. with your brain. Auditory manipulations, this entire album is that. Like it's not yeah. it's not just the little clips it have taken out and the little audio glitches in the song. It's that even every repeat of this uh uh in the background yeah. there is a little bit different but it'll, yeah. it changes just in the slightest bit some little effect that's just just masterfully touched on to provide some feeling of novelty through the entire song and that's the type of thing that nobody's ever really gonna appreciate no average listener is going to be like really love what they did with the background there and it's it to me that's it's useless but it's 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 as as awesome as a painter who like works on the background to the finest detail right it was not just blue it's whatever for me perfect blue over the years like that is the reason why i would come back to listen to this like that's like my lasting impression of this album is like oh there's so many little nooks and crannies that it's so worth going back and listening to it because like it's new in a way every time like you'll catch a new part every time you listen to this album that you didn't notice before. Yeah. 
very similar to Octane Baby. Like Octane Baby was the same thing. Like I listened to it, I don't know, eight to 10 times during those two weeks. And like every time I would catch like a new thing, I'm like, oh, okay. I didn't really see what was going on there. I didn't understand that song in the same way, or I didn't notice that little sound or bleep or bloop. Right. Uh, this, this was the one song that I took away from this album the first time I listened to it. So I, this is the song that I know off the, off of the album. And it's just, I didn't, I didn't had any, I had no idea what the song was. It like it, you can, you can enjoy it just as a musical, you know, yeah. like song. Yeah. It's nice. But yeah. as the album opener, Paul, how did you, how did you enjoy, how did you enjoy 22 over soon? I think, well, he's, it's, first of all, it's a little confusing about what the song is about. You know, it's like, he's standing at the station he's writing to you but is you a girlfriend it's a lover or is it himself or is it god or is it that and that is the entire album you're like it could be a lover it could be god it could be himself and then maybe it's all yeah. three i think and- <laughs> that's so funny at any point in his album you could pretty much ask that question right whatever he's, that's I didn't, I didn't think about yeah. it necessarily that way but that's accurate and it's it's a bit like a, a multi-dimensional like art piece because it's the type of thing where it, no one song keeps answers the question of who the you is, whether it's a, no. whether it's a person or not, or if it's God or whatever, it's, it's kind of like, it's built as this item to review and draw meaning from different angles. It's almost like a, one of those toys where you, if you move it at the right angle, it, it shows a new wolf, you know? <laughs> oh, like a, it's like a wolf hol- holographic. Down, yeah. 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 Okay. Like where you holographic turn, Pokemon card. It, to me, it's a bit, this whole album is a bit like that, except for with mm-hmm. three dimensions of that. Yeah. And so you can kind of get different things. So there's the, there's the line that's, I thought there's a really, two really cool lines. There's no ceiling in our garden, which is really cool. It's like this mm-hmm. idea of this young love. There's, there's no, no potential for the room to, there's no, there's infinite potential. There's for the garden to grow. I thought that was really cool Yeah. as a way to say that. And then the second thing is, let me draw it. Let me draw an ear on you so that I can speak into the silence. Mm-hmm. And that to me is like, now you're, now you're probably talking about God. That's yeah. <laughs> you know, it's heavy religious connotations of that one, just because yeah. of the silence, like in, in, in terms of prayer, you're not necessarily talking to something. You're definitely kind of speaking into nothing, but then right. to say the silence that could that could go dark or light you could say it's silence because i know you're not going to respond or it could be silence because i don't think that you're actually listening you know what i mean right like the 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 silence could be uh what, what how could it be a good thing because what i don't know i feel like whenever anyone prays they know they're not gonna like there's never gonna be anyone speaking back. right that, right it's kind of the idea of like you have it's this okay thing. To, that it's okay to be speaking into the silence. Yeah. 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 The, and and kind of have, it could either have that sad connotation or it could have like just this acceptance connotation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely. But, but then there's the thing of, it might be over soon. It's like, what is it? It might be over soon. Obviously right. this, is the, this is the idea of the pres, preser, the preservation of now, the, 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 the the ever the ever present which is again probably probably the most important theme on this album uh and and so but that's not built into the rest of the lyrics it's just a little hit like all the other lyrics have nothing to do with it might be over soon he's at he okay he's standing at the station maybe someone's leaving it might be over soon maybe he's saying he's gonna be hit by a train 
I don't know. Like it's, it's, it's relatively vague as to mm-hmm. why it might be over soon. I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's one of those things that you have to be intellectually curious or, or a, just this type of person, a very, very curious introspective person who loves riddles to appreciate, I think, but musically really easy to appreciate. I love it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really nice. It's, it sets up the use of uh, what, I, what I, what I would think of uh, is like the blank space that's used all throughout this album. And it, it does it in just like such a nice way the the cover of this album is like literally mostly black or black and white. And I feel like blackness is something that is like present throughout this without being like a scary black. It's like a nice warm black. <laughs> and that's, that's, it's, it's in this song. It's in creeks. It's in Mystery. God. It's definitely in moon water. It's like, it's, it's all over. Yeah. Yeah. Like the mysterious, but it's not, it's, it's an inviting one and it's one that helps you the you know, question things, but not in a, yeah, I don't know, not in a bad way. Yeah. And that's why I feel like the, whole vibe of the song is yeah Yeah. maybe i I i think acceptance is absolutely built in and i'll I'll provide a few different instances where i think he he reaches acceptance certainly in in 29 stafford apartments and in the uh was it not circle but um maybe it's 33 god there's also this bit of acceptance yeah it is 33 god there's this bit of acceptance at the end those i mean those are two major places as well as this where you get this idea of like this is it's i understand what it is so it's okay mm-hmm. oh um, and the last song oh my god the last song is crazy right Just, yeah. the last song is absolutely crazy yeah, oh. yeah, yeah all right we'll get to that but before we get to the end we have to start with the beginning paul the this must be the place reading <laughs> Bab- Bab o'reilly oh i'm sorry i'm sorry our Bab o'reilly scale the scale for the intro song to every album right Baba Riley being our favorite Gosh. album opener, which we base everything else off of, how it succeeds in opening up the album, opening up themes, musical ideas. I, ironically, who's next? Baba Riley doesn't tie together any theme of it. No, yeah, <laughs> I guess or whatever. It's but evolved. Whatever. Look, the scale is our scale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baba Riley is, is the namesake. Yeah. Um, uh, I I I think musically it's it's perfect. I think it's a nice song. And it introduces the themes really well. Um, and I also think that, um, oh yeah, no, that's the, those are the two things I think I really, I, I also just like the song. I, right. I think it's a creative song. There's not a lot of songs like this, maybe no song like this. <laughs> so for that, I gotta, I gotta give it a five star. I think it'd be hard not to. And Paul, it's, it would be very difficult to not give this a five. From my position, it succeeds in every way of what an intro song should do. It should, if you're into this song, you're definitely going to like the rest of it. Yeah. And, it and it hooks you in a way that it doesn't give away too much. It, it leads you, it leads you in. Yeah. It's a master at work here. I'm glad. Wow. One of our few five stars. Yep. I think this five, is the third five houses. one. Maybe. Maybe a third. Burning down the hell, house. Burning down the house. Hell on a beat. Hell on a beat. And 22 over soon. All right. I'm okay with that list. I like that list. I think this is the best out of all three, though, if I'm being straight. Ooh. Maybe Burning Down the House, because Burning uh, Down the House is yeah. so perfect, too. It's hard to compare that. Basically, Hell on a Beach should have been a four-star, but Ooh. no regrets. I, I was the one who pushed for it, so <laughs> just contradicting myself. <laughs> I will, but with that, we'll move on to the second song. It is Ten Death Breast. Ooh. 
I think is the word the most aggressive of all of the songs in the album. Yeah, I mean that he's breaking the rules of what should be done with the with the low end of the song. It's a yeah. crunchy, crunchy synth. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot down there. In the <laughs> down there, down there in the lower depths. Yeah, in the depths of this song is a crunchy, crunchy alligator. Right. Something like that. Yeah, definitely. This would be a crazy song to see live because that, that bass would blow your fucking brain out. Yeah, I think I watched a live performance of them right after this came out, and they I think they opened with this song. And I was definitely like, oh, I didn't know that this was a big song off of it. And and then being like, oh, it's not the big song, but that's it's a cool song to open with. But like, yeah. it's it sounded really, it sounds, it sounded like, it gave me a, a better impression than what I, what I ended up getting from it, like listening mm. to this album a lot. Cause it's like they had like the live drums and he was doing this like roll with the toms on it that you don't i mean like on this yeah. it's just pure synthetic drums at least this, that's what it sounds like it's yeah. kind of hard to tell this, this this gives me out of all these songs this gives me the kanye vibes uh yeah, yeah this gives yeah. me the i Definitely work with kanye, kanye situation Yeezus, some, something uh, offshoot of Yeezus. offshoot of Yeezus for sure yeah, yeah. i i uh i have no idea what the song is about no. i read the lyrics over several times I am clueless. I I wish somebody could tell me. <laughs> all, all I have is, is is there's just an overwhelming sense of angst, possibly anger, definitely some kind of, of pending frustration. There's just some is red, just like a red, a black and red energy that pervades the song. Even just like you read the lyrics, that's that's it. He says he he has that made up song, made up word in it, or he just says fucktified. Yeah, fucktified. <laughs> whatever that means yeah but uh and i think that sums it all that sums up this song this lyrically speaking and also sonically fucked yeah. could have just been named that i think could have just been called fucked whenever i previously when i listened to it i thought he was always saying fuck like fuck if i like fuck if i know yeah and then i read that and i was like oh fuck defied oh that's uh huh yeah is that when he got angry when he was watching justified yeah, I don't know. It's called Death Breast. Mm-hmm. He got angry watching Justified. Starring Timothy uh, Olyphant. Maybe, maybe this is a new insight on the album. Yeah. I should add that to the genius annotations. Yep. Or, <laughs> if you really think about it, 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 this album came out during the finale. Has so. anyone watched Justified? <laughs> Just in general? <laughs> oh, that's what I put as the annotation. <laughs> uh, I... The, okay yeah I, I i okay there's a couple of cool things that introduced in this song one of them is the the low end voice working with the the normal voice working with the high end voice and and not just that but like manually every bar or so every four measures having something removed or added and then 
using the compilate, using those sounds kind of as an instrument in itself. The, using the layers of the vocals as an instrument in itself. Right. That, that Yeah, it doesn't happen that much on the previous song, but it happens from here on out for basically the rest of the album. Right. Now, yeah. I would I my I would argue that the the voice and or vocal harmonics or the auto tuning or whatever you want to call it, like what he does with his voice and how he uses it is the main uh, main it's the main instrument of this entire album. It's the it's the it's the the theme that ties everything together, or at least the the thread. Well, yeah, like musical instrument wise, you have you have this kind of sax sound that's in a lot of a lot of the album, and then you and then the only other thing is you have the is you have this what's what's a, it's, it's a custom vocal software that was produced just for Bon Iver right to, the to make these sounds by a guy named Chris Messina and like vo- the history of vocal harmonies goes goes back quite some time but this thing I think you you, you pulled up something on Song Exploder it goes back to Emojin Heap with just this kind of tool that duplicates your voice and kind of makes it an electronic version with a with a harmony auto harmony or auto harmonizer yeah and so yeah you can harmonize with yourself but at the while you're recording it and so you can pitch modulate it while it's while you're sync so you can instead of like recording one and then going back and then doing a different voice it was a way to like do it at all at the same time so you can get all of you know the same similar voice inflections and yeah and then pitch everything up and down it was kind of like a way to like make be able to be more expressive and in the moment without having to go back that this is my read from it anyway is mm-hmm. you know, do, being able to do that without having to like go back and try to recreate that moment so you can get all like the little bits and pieces right and then yeah it just yeah throughout this he just breaks it up it breaks it up into so many different steps and half steps or whatever it's hard to like keep track of like how many of him there are because it sounds like there's a lot that are just like buried behind each other right yeah yeah um it uh, yeah i i i don't know it's 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 it's, uh it feels like an alien reaching out to you through the ether like trying to speak with you like he's like a being less of a person less of a human being yeah but it's all to 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 express very very real like human emotions yeah and yeah that definitely i i i there's some parts where it is double recorded so it gets a little tricky oh yeah no definitely there are yeah and and there might be parts where like part of the verse is double recorded and part of it isn't the only time i've ever seen this is daft punk um one more time discovery that the it's such a and, and they do it on Daft Punk does this a lot. And I, I just can't believe that more artists don't do this. You just come in over the top with a harmony that's electronic and it kind of just adds emphasis to a single thing that you're saying. Right. And this album is the pinnacle of that for this, for this time period. When I say this time period, I just mean literally for the last decade or two. And well, it's not like it's been around long, so it'll be it'll be the pinnacle until somebody else can top this. Which, good luck. Yeah, yeah. Which is it's a, it's a really good segue into the next song. Yeah, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. <laughs> uh, so the next one is Seven Fifteen Creeks. That's purely, basically purely. 
I remember something Heard the heron hurried away When first the breach that last Sunday Low moon down the yellow road I remember something That he wasn't easy Or that he didn't in my rhymes And certainly this evening And it's now is not the time Toiling with your blood I remember something And being rushed and kissing on a night second to last Finding both your hands if second sun came past the glass And oh, I know it felt bad I had you in my grasp Oh, then how are we gonna cry? Cause it once might not mean something And love a second glance It is not something that we need Honey, understand that I have been left here in the reeds But all I'm trying to do is get my feet out from the creeds And I see Turn around, you're my 18 Turn around now, you're my 18 Goddamn, turn around now, you're my 18 So, so that song is more the probably the easiest to understand out of everything on this album in terms of what exactly is this song about. Right. So... I'll start there and then let's get into the actual vocals. We'll talk a bit about that. That's good with you. Hit me. What's, what's the, what's the song about Paul? So this is one night stand, short relationship, fling, fling territory relationship. And it's written in terms of he's feeling creepy. And the song is called creaks. I saw I, I took this from Genius, so no credit on this, but it kind of opened my brain as to what the song was about. Down the down along the creek, I remember something. Her the heron hurried away when I first breached that last Sunday. First breach, he's breaking the river, he's breaking the surface of the river from underneath, and she's the beautiful bird flying away. So it's kind of like he's coming up from these depths of all this self-exploration and all this messy stuff. He's talking about God and philosophy and the devil and all this stuff. And it's kind of like he's, they have this affair and it's so wonderful. Like then he knows it's right when he has her in his hands, but it basically just, he feels abandoned at the end. And he's saying, you're my A-team. I mean, you're you're it for me. You're you're it for me. But he's my under A-team. the water and she's a bird. Yeah. So yeah. it's sad. It's really, really dreadfully sad. And yeah. and it and it, it goes to show a couple of things. One of them is 
this idea of the yellow road it's like this rich he's obviously well off he's succeeded but what what has that really done for him he's still in this self-exploration phase ever ever in self-exploration ever left to fail in this relationship mm-hmm. yeah, you get you get the you get the feeling of just this dense loss or sadness in this song and it's like you could listen to this at least i have always listened to the song and just like it's just like fear feeling just like this pure emotion in a way that where it's it's so cool that it's just like the one person singing and that makes up the whole song and it's funny that i ever ever actually thought about it how it really is just his voice for the entire song i never noticed that until like two days mm-hmm. ago <laughs> and i was like oh wait yeah i guess that really is yeah. all that is happening here and it, it it holds you for two. It's two minutes and twelve seconds. And like for me, listening to it, you just you can't. I can't even turn it off because like you're just like enraptured by like this this expression that is just like so pure and like so honest to itself that you can like you can just like feel every part of it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the it's the 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 design around like around the lyrics to make this song hit with the depth of of what it's saying. Yeah. And the use yeah. of the the low vocals with auto-tune sounds just like an organ. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of it sounds just like an organ, actually. His voice sounds like an organ mm. when it's auto-tuned like that. It's almost like it's it's like four organs playing together. Yeah, okay. I could I could I could totally get that comparison. I, I wouldn't have thought of that, but it's got that like that big open like whoa mm-hmm. that, that is only the only very yeah, very specific to the organ. Um, <laughs> it's so wild because it's just like it's so robotic but like not like how, how do you how does he find that like thread of 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 sharing emotion through this this lens of something that's usually used for to make you not make something sound something not emotional at all you know it's like you have this thing to make you sound like not a human being but somehow that like that elevates it if this was just him singing, it wouldn't, it wouldn't even remotely, it wouldn't even remotely work or like it, maybe it would work and it would sound good, but like, it wouldn't be this, it wouldn't be so impactful. Right. But maybe it is just that, just like making it sound like you said, like an organ, like it gives that, like that feeling of a, of, of some kind of an instrument. Right. And, and this is the beauty of, this is the beauty of instrumentation and production versus songwriting is like, you can write this and it's a poem, and the poem makes sense and you could read it as a, as just spoken word. But this is where Bon Iver is an elite artist. He's a top tier songwriter and a poet, poet. And he can go in and use the music production to bring the message of the song to life through the design of, of sound. So yeah, this is definitely like, yeah, yeah, just like a pure, uh, a pure, I- the ideal of of how you have an idea of what the song is about and the the feelings and the emotions that Vision. you want. Yeah, yeah, that, and then and then completely translating it to what it sounds like. It's seeing what is in your brain and then like making it man- like that's how the song feels like. Right. To, like he got it, he and then he pulled it out of his brain. It was like here it is, <laughs> I got it. Yeah, I, like how, how many people do that? Like how many artists can do that? That's that that's a that's a that's a very very small group of individuals. When I definitely wonder how much do do you think that he feels like he didn't get it? Because I feel like you know like I don't make that much stuff, but uh, like I paint occasionally, 
not very well, but it definitely is. All, and I'm, you have I'm sure I've had this a million times making music where it's like you, you have the thing in your brain. It's like, it looks just like that. And then you start doing, you're like, that's nothing. It's never, it's, it's never nothing. Even, like, you're like, I guess I like it now. It's a different thing. It's not what is in my brain, but now it's just something right. else. And so like, I wonder if that happens to him, like where to me, I hear this and I'm like, that is perfectly that. And he's like, yeah. nah, man, you should have seen what was in my brain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To me, to me, it, it comes, it comes to the question of like, did he make 15 or 20 of these songs and 30 of these songs, or did he spend all of these five years? Cause this is five years, you know, between the last album and this album, did he spend so much time just shaping each of these songs so that they were exactly the way he wanted them? That's a really, really interesting question. I would like to know the answer to that. I did not. Yeah, I, I, I bet it's somewhere in between in the middle there, but it's that's that's a good point. I, I would love to hear what Justin Vernon has in his head just for a minute. <laughs> I guess he put out like a lot of like uh, things about this album of him describing it, trying to go over the numerology that, that that's threaded throughout the album titles and, you know, and like the, the, the meanings of it. And I guess that's why I did do my due diligence. I did not read those things. <laughs> no, like what? Come on now. But yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, what do you expect from us? We said low effort the first five seconds. I have a job. This is already a lot of effort. This is, this <laughs> is more effort than like, I'd like to put in. Yeah. Like you said, like, yeah, I mean, this is a dense <laughs> album. And I did. <laughs> and we're never like, going to do this album justice. This album's impossible to do justice because yeah, most yeah. of it's personal. Like most of it, mm-hmm. a lot of it's personal. And I mean, unless yeah. you, unless you are Justin Vernon, you know, which if you are, call us so you can explain some of this or are, you know, adjacent to him. You're never going to get 100 percent of this. Yeah. This song, though, I think everybody can get 100 percent. of. So that's that's where that's where this song might be unique on this album. Yeah. When you listen to it and you get it, even if you don't get it, you get it. Right. And that's what I was trying to say is being able to bring that like make that true. Right. And that's what like, even if you don't like it, you have to give it appreciation for being like that's cool and that's that's why it's right here at number three on this on this album yeah he, it would have been it. yeah it would have been a disservice if he put this if he like switched moon water with this or something yep wouldn't have been, wouldn't have been right there paul wouldn't have been right yep and he knew it smart guy that 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 justin Vonin. <laughs> smart guy all right well let's let's move on to the big hit of the album the next one is 33 god Stairs. 
stayed at the Ace Hotel to call me loud. I would just be floating to you now. This is this is another album that is is kind of hard to turn down. We don't have enough time to play the whole album. Yeah, but like I think it's that's like you can't even too. like you can't even. I think it's definitely legal. Whatever we're doing, yeah, it's well we do play the whole song anyway. Uh, but it's like hard to even talk about it without being because there's all these different like parts that make up the song. Yeah, you don't want to blank out part of the song. Yeah, like like this and there's this. Cool, like sample, it's pitched up. When we walked up on that boat in the street, after you tied me in in the driveway of the apartment, I was being such a sister holding a camera. So, this song, this song is a song about God, described dis, dis, uh, el- under the illusion of a, of a re- song about a relationship. And at the same also at the same time also a little bit of a song about a relationship. That's what that that's what I'm getting from this. So that last bit right there, pull, pull it back, pull it back. Yeah, that's seconds. the that's the, the last bit I was just talking of. over. Yeah, that yeah, pull, yeah, that bit. That. <laughs> All right, be quiet this time. <laughs> Yeah, I I always just yeah reading these like lyrics. I guess I guess in a form of relationship. I I read this purely as a relationship with God and him questioning it and, and have grappling with whether he wants to continue with it or he not want to continue with it. But I guess well, I, I mean at the beginning of the song, it's, it's talking about. Um, going upstairs with somebody he's talking about um your eyes everybody wanted your eyes um there was how oh, there was oh, something... we never seen jesus's eyes they're beautiful <laughs> I, i've sniffed i've sniffed the whiteboard marker before um wow <laughs> uh, with with no word from the former i'd be happy as hell if you stayed for tea this is how we grow now, woman. So now he's now he's specifically he's talking okay. to a woman now. Yeah, okay. And he's you're saying right, a child right. ignored. So he's saying what he's what what he's saying here is like I know that we're damaged. You know, our internal self is a child ignored. We're we're living through the negligence, and we're going to grow together. And and these will just be places to me now. He's kind of he's kind of accepting the death of the romance of his memories of the places that he's with this person. And I want then, to talk a little bit about memories. Th- th- this this song is at least what I thought of in the past two songs, the last two, and I think comes up a little bit more. These songs definitely feel like memories. They feel like hmm. reaching into someone's brain and like pulling out some like deep seated memories. Like if he's writing about something that's happening right now, like it definitely doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Well. The, well Maybe that's yeah, just like the know. hazy creation of the songs and like the way that like they kind of unfold. But it, if if this you know if this album were a movie, like a lot of the parts feel like they would be. In, this would this is like a flashback. Like this whole song to me feels like a flashback scene. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I don't know how why that is, but I agree with you. Yeah, I yeah, I have no way to to explain it for any reason, but I just get the the feeling. 
even in a way that it makes it makes me feel like it just makes me feel like like i already knew the song like it, it feels like a memory to me like I, I think i think part of it is that he's kind of skipping around and and this is this is this is the bit this is the whole thing it's almost like he's like pulling in memories from real life and then bending them back into this larger discussion like this mm-hmm. is specific i'd be happy as hell if you stayed for tea this is how we grow now uh, yeah we're rising the stairs now we're rising the stairs when we leave this room, it's gone. You know, that's a specific thing of obviously again treasuring the present moment. But it's a it's this memory of like we were in the room, we all wanted your attention. This is how we grow. We're moving along, we're forgetting this place. But once we leave this room, it's gone. But then it turns into clearly a song about a relationship with God and then coming to peace with with that relationship. Acceptance. So so okay. So, but so even this, but even then is he but yeah but even that doesn't even have like a clear end point where it's like it is about that but it, you it's not clear whether he's accepting it or he's rejecting it because i feel both of those in the in what he's saying okay go 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 further oh man i thought you i thought you'd be like oh well, yeah, I, I, I mean where, I, where, I mean where i'm at is like okay we got we got I, i'm i'm drawing the acceptance of it by by him kind of giving up on it is being the acceptance of it it, yeah, it's, it's I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna need you. I never needed you. I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna just take it as it goes, and I could go forward by myself. But I better fold my own clothes. Yes, and that's that that to me. I guess it just depends on your your opinion. You know, I mean, the the big theme the big theme is like something that's you know if for anybody that's dug really deep into religion knows it's like hey you know you can believe in God all you want, but God's not gonna fold your clothes for you. Yeah, you know. Well, so, I, I don't think I don't think I don't think that's the reference that close. I think he says, I, I'm not going to need you anytime. Oh, sorry. I didn't need you that night. I didn't need you. I'm not going to need you anytime was going to take it as it goes. I could go forward. I could go forward in the light. Well, I better fold my clothes. The folding clothes is in reference to packing up and being prepared to move forward. It's not about like not it's not about the folding of the clothes. It's just like. Yeah, since yeah, he's yeah. going forward in the light right it's yeah like, yeah but I'm, I'm saying like if he if that's going to happen he's going to have to do it because he's not going to need anybody's help to do it he's not going to need god's help to fold his own clothes and to prepare for this trip he's saying I'll, I'll move by myself yeah well i better fold my clothes yeah i guess so yeah we're saying the same thing he's 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 saying i i'm not going to need you i didn't need you i wasn't going to need you and I now I realize that I could go forward, but I better well I better fold my clothes. I better prepare for my to right. prepare to go forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that to me is acceptance. It's it's sure you could call it rejecting. You could call it rejecting too. But but in a way, the rejection is the acceptance. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's accepting. It's accepting that it's it's taking it away. I guess what I'm more thinking of is like later on in the album, because if we see this as like a narrative progression, th- there's no. It feels like after this, he's moved on, but then he brings back in this thought of like, for me, seeing this as like the the much more religious thing literally going forward in the light stuff like that it's like then later on for him to like bring him up still grappling and it's like well did we already didn't we already reject it and now we're back here again <laughs> so it's like funny <laughs> the way he's like he's like yeah but still it's still yeah it's a, it's a rocky still relationship hung up hung up on it 
<laughs> if, if if you're looking at this album as a, as a, as as linear through time, which it, yeah. you know very well easily could not be. Yeah. No. So yeah, you know it's it's that's that's a so that's it's it's do and do it's duality at the end of the day. It, it, it's probably both of those things. I'm sure if I think that if if we had Justin in this conversation, he would probably say it could be both of those things because why not? It's art, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe not. I don't know. As far as the song is concerned, like the actual way of it, because this is this is the one. This was the big one. This is the one that I first heard and I immediately liked. Mm-hmm. And, and and took away from it it's 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 an interesting song it has like a lot of the hints you know some of these songs like they do tie in with where he came from and and they show like his evolution into getting to like a song like creeks um or or you know 10 death breaths that don't really sound very much like they're from the previous album alone mm-hmm. and this one is like you know you got a little bit of the banjo you have more acoustic-y sound, uh, drums mm-hmm. and you have acoustic guitar, I believe, but then they're all filtered and or like surrounded by this like uh, cloud of electronic, this like cloud of these bleeps and bloops that are just kind of like yeah. creating this sort of mystical space. But it's like not mystical. It's like mystical if you're like in a hard drive and there's a wizard in there. Yeah, a mystical hard drive. Uh, it's it's kind of like this. Ima- I, I I think it's a little bit Imagine Dragons esque. Ah, to do a disservice to it. I I think it, yeah. I mean, if I if I'm gonna name one band that this kind of sound, this kind of instrumentation sounds like, it's a bit of Imagine, it's Imagine Dragons. Dragons. Yeah, you get an electronic kick. You get a, that big old loud snare. It's a big sound. It's not a small sound. No, the At- drums are atmospheric, huge. Atmospheric, and then you have yeah. the that a little like you said, a little banjo acoustic in there. It's like a little combo. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, this song, uh, more so than other songs, definitely feels like it's being pulled in a lot of the different directions where it can't quite decide where it's at. But then, yeah, somehow it all really works. Like, listening to it, it actually does sound like very patchwork. Like, it, like, jumps from sounds to sounds without, like, deciding what it's going to be. But then I'm not really sure how it actually sounds cohesive. But it does? Question mark? (laughs) Yeah, I think it definitely, of course it sounds cohesive mostly because the drums hold it together yeah it's i mean it's like acoustic it's like acoustic sounds with electronic drums it's mm. a bit i don't know I, I i haven't broken it down that much i was so stuck on the the lyrics the lyrics that, it's really hard to get past the lyrics once you delve into it it just takes a lot of work to digest i shouldn't have even stuff. looked them up <laughs> just, just yeah yeah i should have stuck we're to the vibes boney, that's, we're reviewing boney bear without reviewing the lyrics that's look that's what i'm good at i can't i can't go around messing with these god things no you're doing good you're doing good you're killing <laughs> you're, you're, getting, you're getting through this we ended up agreeing on the same thing so yeah but, so, but i think that was no because we both wrote it on genius that's why yeah sorry yeah. <laughs> well i mean like it's it's just not like i don't know i'm i'm it for me to get to that conclusion, I have to spend hours on the song. Yeah, yeah, That's the, yeah. The reality of it is that somebody has spent hours and hours on the song toiling over. Like, what the <laughs> hell does that mean? I like toiling. Oh, toiling was in the previous song. Toiling right. in your, in your toiling blood. Your, toiling with your blood. Toiling is a dark word. I definitely think of witches. Toiling? I definitely think of like a madman in a dark room. Like, <laughs> toiling? Ah! It's like hustling, obsessing, obsessing over. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen the movie Working The Number 23 with, this, with Jim Carrey? Yeah. 
that's toiling. That's you know? definitely toiling. A lot of toiling going on in that film. Yes. Not a lot of good film being, uh, you know, being made during it, but there's a lot of toiling in it. <laughs> anyway, here's 29. Films about toiling. Unless you're, unless you're a toiling maniac. <laughs> unless you toil about toiling. Unless you go to the film festival every year dedicated to all films about toiling. Anyway, here's 29 Stratford Apartments. <laughs> Sharing smoke In the stair above the hot car light The sun shine hard on the video spine Sure as a living dream It's not all in what it seems And the whole thing's hard to wait A wound and you roll it up, you roll it up You hold it in your fabric The song almost loses me every time until that the, the part where the Messina comes back in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it 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 starts off with in the same in the same fashion. Here again, you have a song talking about a very very simple time, a memory. And and when he brings back this memory, he uses the same style as the previous album. And this is a song about his home, about mm. Eau Claire. You Claire, I don't know how French. Out Claire, Out Claire, Wisconsin. This is a song about the past, and he starts with being in the past, and he moves it towards the future, mm. towards acceptance and moving past it. And at the end, he's talking about folding the map. So, mm. in the same way, he's illustrating the, the the words with the with the design of the music, yeah, which is just downright brilliant. I mean, that's just good shit right there. It's it's the same thing, you know, I'm going to bring in a little bit business here because I do business. It, when, when companies brand themselves, this is the same game they play. They say, okay, okay, think about Amazon, right? This is the easiest example and the most stereotypical example. Amazon's logo is has the, the smiley face, right? But it also points from A to Z. And Amazon wants to do everything from A to Z. Right. It's like their message aligns with the design matches. It's this ecosystem that's self-fulfilling. And a smiley face. Exactly. All three of those things are there with purpose, and it's the same thing here. This is a master at work. He's this song. He's talking about folding that bump this bump it. It's a banger. And I make myself escape. It comes always off the page. Oh no, you're old enough. Bury it all in 
That's the biggest use of the. So nice. So far. I don't know how else to describe it. That's the only way I can describe it. So nice. Also, if I could for a second, I want to talk a little bit about the horns. Just as, for example, during this section. Man the gap. And that's all the word companion. It happens a lot in the previous album. And I make myself they're literally they're playing and then you can't tell when they stop and when they start it's like it, 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 it creates again i'm going to use like this cloud this like ethereal thing that is existing with these with these the, the horns throughout throughout the song especially at this ending part it's i find it so so cool it just adds so much complexity and so much like to listen to and warmth and uh, I don't know a million other things. It's also it's also unexpected out out of out of this. Yeah, yeah. You never see them coming. It's kind of but they're all violins. Over. What kind of used in the same way that violins would be used? Would be used. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Because violins typically would will create that like cinematic, uh, you know, heightened emotion because they're so strong in the classical uh, realm that it, it immediately makes things feel more like, I don't know if classy is the right word, but definitely like more timeless. Whereas yeah, the horns are definitely not like that, but he, but he uses them in such a cinematic way. Mm-hmm. Cinematic it's, is the right word, right? It's, it's just, it's uh, haunting. It's beautiful. Yeah, and then and then meanwhile he's like elevating from this, his voice up to the top where he's getting yep. into that falsetto. That falsetto sounds so so good. Yeah, yeah. It's also where yeah we could talk about the production of this album, which is. I mean, I don't even know what to. Talk, I guess I don't even know how to talk about it because it's hard to even tell what. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, like I guess, like maybe not even. It's like yeah, the, those horns sound amazing, and the bleeps and bloops sound really good, but I don't know even how they do the things that they're doing. I would say it's like it's kind of like this. This is a folk song that could have easily been made with all acoustic guitars. All of the parts could have been played with it. Most music can be played on an acoustic guitar, but let's just say for the record that this is a folk song and like you could easily just have replace a lot of those things with strums, acoustic guitar strums or holding notes, etc. But he's kind of his making his take on the evolution of folk music by including these synthesizers which you know when you think about folk and synth so opposite but he's basically kind of bringing that to life he's 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 making that mix by you do doing the same thing that a violin or acoustic guitar would do in this song with that synth and when you do that you not only expand your options because of course a synth is much more malleable than a violin, but you create a new sound, which is that's it's less important, but it, it is than the, than the flexibility, but it, it brings in a, a that, that's what makes this song unique and, and provides that newness, that new feel to it. Yeah. It's interesting yeah, to put it like that, because it's not that it's like replicating a violin. It's not that the sounds are like replicating other instruments. It's that they're, is that they're 
breaking down what the job is of that certain kind of sound. It's understanding mm-hmm. like the emo- certain emotions or the certain like mm-hmm. sonic idea that it represents and then using that idea to, to then make something new. That's really right. interesting. Right. It's like taking the principles of how people use, how people can use violins and applying the principle into a scent. The hard part of course, is you making the scent sound good on a folk song. And right. that's, that's where, that's where it's special. The sound design to actually get that, get that to fit. It's not, not like just incredibly complicated. Just, just a difficult problem to solve, period. Way to and, go, Justin. And that's it's just, it makes it it makes it it, it really get like he uses the word butterflies in the song, but it, it, it get it get the song it pretty easily gives you butterflies, which is why I'm not surprised at all that this song is one of the bigger songs on the album because yeah. it's very it's very digestible. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely the one of the most straightforward ones. Right. And then I'll, I'll, the last thing I want to say is just you know, it's it's a song about leaving leaving the romantic idea of your head, leaving this idea in your head of a place behind, and having it still matter to you, and then basically moving moving forward away from it, having having all those memories, separating yourselves from. You could say in a way that this is an album about enlightenment because he's trying to appreciate the present moment. He's appreciating the present moment, but he's not just appreciating the present moment in that space and time. He's separating himself from all of the memories, acknowledging that they're still there, folding the map and putting it away, but having it still stick out and accepting mm-hmm. that. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like he's, he's recreating his memory anew of his old town, which is something that we all strive to do i think we all get annoyed when something feels old right yeah like oh i went home i feel like i'm 10 again you know yeah. and um i think that's 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 what this song achieves to me that's, or, that's what that's what the song is about I, I think yeah the alternative is like looking back and feeling i don't know maybe like ashamed or being like this like like emotions tied to it as opposed to looking back and understanding you know from a bigger idea like what it what it means in the place the like what the things that it created as opposed to this like emotion riddled thing you know what i mean like looking at it maybe more objectively which i think like putting it on the map kind of does mm-hmm. like making a sort of like objective thing that exists for you to put away as opposed to this like mm. motive aura that exists like how a lot of memories of yeah could exist and just how a, just a dot on a map instead of yeah instead of looking at it very like rationally and saying like okay well those things happened and there's nothing you can do about it now so better to to you know conceptualize it maybe a little bit more tangibly Mm. so you can access it without you know uh yeah i think you're getting to the heart of what what he was trying to say with the song which is Mm. which is exactly that it's like well at least one of the things that he's trying to say with this song and really several times through this album right is that idea of like making removing your your perspective from it and looking at it like somebody who's never been there would look at it Hmm. and you know that's i think that's it's a bit about growing up that's a bit of something that's like a sign of maturity but it's also death in a lot of ways you know it's like the death of your former perspective Mm -hmm. and that's sad and and it's bittersweet and it's all those things that adulthood is which is just combo combination of all the things that 
have been previously true and it's just stacked on with age like cheese yeah that's good (laughs) with that let's move on to the next song it is 666 downward emoji i think it's a i guess an upside down cross yeah but there's a little tail at the top upside down cross with the tail at the top a little fish I could give more I wish I had a better answer on what what this song is saying I don't really have much I yeah I have more questioning religion being not down cutting the cloth cutting the cloth is definitely something where he's saying I did something really bad oh I think about it as like I'm like I think of like the cloth is like that's how isn't how people like describe like Catholic priests like they're part of the cloth. Right. That's that. That's one. I thought about that too. Yeah. Like you're you're made as a man of the cloth. Yeah. So man it, of it the could cloth. it could be that it could be a biblical reference. It could be something. He's doing something bad. Something's bad. Yeah. Yeah. He's feeling guilty, and he's and yeah. he's got he's he's exploring some paradoxes. Obviously, that's that's a pun that he's used. Shit, two ships. Wait, what? two vessels using one lock. It's a pair of docks. Literally, yeah. it's a, it's a is that a line hard, in the song? Hard pun. Yeah, hard, that's like that's like a pun. that's like a Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, hard pun. Lil Wayne level pun. <laughs> yeah, Wait, that's so funny. Yeah, I never he said that. it's a pair of them docks. Something about two vessels using a sink, multiple locks. Yeah, really, really ridiculous. Um, but he's because it's something about like it's he's saying something like so it's not in your grasp, but you, but you need to do something with it, and you're you're stunned, and you're just reaching for something to do something quick to fix it, but it's out of your control. I don't know. This is this is about where I'm at. I feel like a, a kindergartner with a bunch of Legos around me. Yeah, I'm reading the <laughs> I'm reading the instruction manual, but I just can't put it together. So I, I don't know, but but musically, I really really like the, the guitar and the background. I, I don't know exactly what it is. It's probably more synth. 
there's guitar. Yeah, it start. There's that. There's the 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 finger picking of the electronic guitar that kind of like melds into the do do like the water dripping synth. And then there's the sick drums. And then there's these yeah. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, this one's, this one's hard. When you get to these back albums, they get even more cryptic and more like unanswerable, especially the next one. Yeah. And, 666 is really tough. Yeah. Um, maybe if you're not Justin Vernon, you don't get it. I, I'm, it's, it's one of those things where there's a few, few references on this album where it's like, you literally have to know his life story to get it. So I was like, yeah. okay. Yeah. You know, I, I think there's I maybe know, some of that going on here. Yeah, I don't know, and there's no way that I could know unless somebody told look, me what it was. Look, Justin. Uh, yeah, what you do get from it is, is is some more questioning, some more unanswerable things, uh, yep. themes, ideas, without even again. Philosoph- without, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pondering. But you're kind of like you're you're feeling it. You're feeling that without knowing what it is, and that's you know to me that's enough. Look, we're in track six. We don't you know well, it's like both. You know, there's two parts of the deal. There's two parts of the deal. You got the songwriting. Yeah, I just it's, it's been the whole theme of the episode, Jay. Come on now. Look, wait, yeah, that's what I'm tying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to don't argue you got, with me. You got, 50, you got 50, starting to fight. You got fifty percent of it with the the song design. Yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely nailed that creepy vibe on six six. That's for sure. And yeah, the, this next song is is even better at just nailing the vibe of whatever the hell Moonwater is. Yeah, literally, it, you you. Yeah. Even if he didn't say Moonwater, you'd be like, this song's called Moonwater, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, here's Moonwater. 21 Moonwater. You got this nice atmospheric sort of interlude mm-hmm. into, into one of the bigger songs of the back half. And uh, man, I just gotta say, I mean, you got, you got some Brian Eno in here. Don't you? Yep. It's, it's nice. It's really nice. I definitely yep. appreciate it every time. The math ahead, the math behind. I don't know. You get lost for days trying to think about what the hell this is about. (laughs) 
another accepting acceptance. You just have to accept it. Much as he accepts uh, unanswerable things and uh, it's bigger things than him, Paul. You just have to accept Twenty One Moonwater. There's this, there's this whole, there's this whole numerology to it, and it's saying the math behind the math ahead. Right. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of him reading signs in this album. It's like this, reading the signs of life, like how should I proceed forward? And it's mm-hmm. maybe it's kind of like this. Maybe it's a bit like you know, I'm focusing so much on all this math behind and the, the, the past and the future. Maybe the moon water is the present. It's the math ahead, the math behind. It's moon water. Either way, bump this up. Can I go into eight circle? Oh, yeah. literally as we were just talking about like unanswered things un not closed oh, oh that, that's a little too easy but like not closed circles there's a lot of like six from really from 33 got on well maybe maybe it was mostly just six 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 and sort of moon water they're kind of just like these like things and then and then this song just feels like such a immediately you you feel this like wholesome like it, it, it almost feels like an ending even though it's not, and and not, and the ending is is actually better than this is the ending. But like something about this song just like does feel like a, a closed circuit. I mean, that's just knowing it. The it it feels like a bit of like a like a victory song, yeah, like a resolution. Yeah, a resolution. A resolution is definitely the word that I'm looking for. Feel this feels like, like a I, I fought and I made it. Yeah, yeah. This is like. Through the through the finished tape, like, uh, uh, yeah, the, ra- slow the rays of heaven shining yeah, down. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of light. Yeah, like this. Have to crawl 
This is such a pleasant song. It is so pretty. A bath of light. But I don't even know what it's about. Paul, what's the song about? The song, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out, really. Mm. And I'm not too surprised because there's five songwriters on this song. Uh, interesting. That's funny. I, I do get this part. You know, he's saying, I, I will run all around it. I have to crawl. And I still can't stop it. He's, it's kind of this idea of this. Is, the, the one thing that I, the one theme that I picked out of this, and I'm sure there's multiple, is basically just the idea of time going on. And I'm going to keep trying and I'm, I'm not going to give up on it. And even if even if I even if I have to miss some of the stuff, it's gonna keep going. And this, that's probably why it's called circle. It's a bit of this idea of like it's just life is just a repetitive cycle. And and it's kind of this again. Ex this is definitely a song for acceptance. I, I I'm just getting that from the the musical tones, not from the songwriting itself. So I, I that's my that's my best guess. This this song was a little tricky for me to crack the code of. I'd like to spend some more time on it, really. I think it, it deserves more time because it's very clear that he has, he has like a he has a firm vision. Yeah, this uh, this seemed like a big moment for him. Is this song? Ah, I really like it. It it it, it definitely makes me re like like. Did he listen to like a lot of gospel music when he was growing up, or like like? this definitely has like a religious gospel tone to it right uh he's definitely illustrating elements of like this heavenly thought for sure yeah but in what way like how how, how do I, how do we all think of that oh it's just we the all... choir in the background going uh... it's not even a choir it's, it's just him a, it's just horns isn't it yeah it's, it's like a it's, it's vocals it's him going uh Oh, that was, yeah. Yeah, so this is very, like, choir-esque. Yeah, choir, yeah. And a lot, a lot of it is these, it's like pads. A lot of the time, they're called pads in music yeah, production. Yeah, pads. Yeah, right. just pads. Is, I don't even know how to They're just elongated notes. Yeah, it's and, like, like, you use synthesizers to get to pads. I never quite understood that. But it's like, yeah, it's like the, it's how you make, like, atmospheric things usually, right? Yeah, yeah. Pads. All atmospheric music is just pads. Yeah, and pads are basically sounds elongated, mm -hmm. and you can make movement through them. But basically, this is it, that's what makes it sound heaven esque. Is mm -hmm. this this is this pad usage, and you can anytime you have elongated notes on a backdrop, it's going to automatically give the the impression of progress something is happening and a lot of the times it's the layering of pads is going to give you the idea of advancement through sound either Wait, building what? tension or i would think the opposite because like okay definitely the didn't the previous song probably use pads and that's like definitely like a stagnant song oh well there's pads all i mean there's pads all over this album i mean there's yeah. pads in probably every single song yeah no i'm, I'm saying if if you 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 can use pads the layering and de-layering of pads to create tension and that's 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 a really common way of, of oh doing. yes okay yes of course i mean yeah just generally speaking yeah just general music production 
I just think about them for the vibes. Like, oh, we need vibes on this one. Throw some pads on that bitch. Yeah, definitely. Some, oh. some. If you ever think a song is sounding really basic, it's it could just be missing a pad. <laughs> it provides or, the atmosphere. Or they're relying too much on pads. Yeah, it, it the everything in music revolves around pad usage. <laughs> so. When you really boil it down, a song is either good or bad at using pads. And that's what's going to define it being a good or bad song. Put it on my put it on my gravestone. Song good, song bad. Song good equals good pads. Song bad equals bad pads. Well, they're Paul, not going to have enough Paul room Johnson. for your name. They're not. Two thousand two thousand three hundred and fifty. Oh wow! Ooh, yeah. big man over here. <laughs> twenty three fifty. By the time I'm dead, I'm just literally a gigantic nose and ears. And just crumpled up into whatever type of wheelchair they have at that time. Um, oh, because the ears and nose don't stop growing. I was like, how did you get everything to the ears shrinks. and nose? Yeah, <laughs> everything else shrinks. Oh, and my dick. Huge dick. Because <laughs> mine just won't stop growing. Baby. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Well, I've been coughing fire. Well, I've been caught in fire. Well, I've been caught in fire. Oh. Well, I've been caught in fire. I've been caught in fire. I've been caught in fire. What comes prior to? So I think this song is just like them playing a sax through the Messina or something, something like that. They're just like, yeah, it's sick. Yeah, let's really just use the Messina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got to use the Messina, bro. We got to get one thing. Look at this. This song really feels like, yo, listen to this. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, 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 we got to do it. Yeah, it, this to me is... It's the blues song where they're, they're definitely putting good use to that instrument for sure. They're using it high, they're using it low, they're using it mixed, they're using it, they're exploring the range of this instrument yeah. pretty much. Yeah. I, I'm trying to come up with, I'm, I'm searching through, I think the song is called Down the Hudson or something no, like that. Whoa. Oh, wait, okay. Because I thought of specifically there's a song they sing in, uh, I think it's Oh Brother Worth though. Uh, but th- this made me think of like an old like blues gospel song. But maybe I got. I think I think we're thinking different things. We'll give this up. I was like, I've been down to the river to pray. I've been sending, 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 sending. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
probably the same key. This is down to the. Uh, it's pretty close, close-ish. Uh, I, 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 I wish I could. Uh, dirty heads. It's not the dirty heads. It's the dirty projectors. That's what it is. Oh. Dirty the dirty projectors. projectors has a song that uses this. Down on Hudson. Down on Hudson. Yeah. Oh, I know that song. Oh, that's not what I was thinking of. Obviously, that it uses the same instrument. Uh, I'm trying to, and I think that that came out in 2017. It yeah, did up like in a, Hudson is what it's called. Up in Hudson. Right. That's it. It's a it's it's directly directly inspired by this song. I've never heard this. I had never heard this song prior to. I was listening to Up in Hudson back in 2017, but I hadn't heard this. But this I definitely. I remember when that song came out. I definitely was like, "Oh, this sounds like a dirty projector song, except for more." Slow. Play it. Play it. Let's hop on over. You want to hop on over? Yeah, you know we're breaking the rules. Oh. Uh-oh. The listeners are going to be mad. Sue us. What are you going to do, sue us? us. Everyone, else, everyone else whose music this is already going to sue us. You don't have the guts, you loser. Oh, with the vocal. Yeah, Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just focused. Yeah, I mean, it's, you can really, you can see the resemblance. Definitely some resemblance, man. No doubt about that. That's a seven thirty-minute song, but all you need is thirty seconds. You heard the whole song. <laughs> so, all right, Paul. Yeah, we're doing uh, it. It's time. Zero 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 zero. There you go. Million. That's the proper number. Hey, we out here. Good side. The last song in 22 a million. Must have been forces that took me on them wild courses. Who knows how many poses that I've been in? Them that made crosses. Hockey gives me I cannot really post this out for me the signs. I worry about rain and I worry about lightning, but I watch them all to the end of morning, marking the slow song roll in the highlands. It's on me, it's on me, I'll me, I'll let it in. Only your motives, I'm to be So come to your opponents, deep into sight. But worry about no. gotta say it up front this is i mean this is a perfect closing song i'm gonna i'm gonna i want to make my closing argument as to why talking about paul i just re- i'm sorry i have to interrupt you i just you didn't hear what i just said right it was muted paul 
I turned it down and I said, if this doesn't sound like a closing song, I don't know what does. Nice. And then you said what you said, and I thought you were responding <laughs> to me. No. Oh my god, that's too funny. Okay, sorry. So continue with your closing arguments of this closing <laughs> song. Your Honor. This is a perfect closing song. He's talking about how he's gone and left this place. He covers all he covers every single theme on this album and this and this song and makes it clear. It makes it clear. In the one of the most clear resolution. Uh, with without more clear than a lot of other parts of the album. Way more clear. I mean, he explicitly is, is saying it. Which is really cool as a listener to get to this point and be like, if it, like, oh, okay, that's nice. And this, this is the, the best part about this. Maybe, maybe the best, what maybe the best way to sum it up the resolution of the album or the takeaway is, you know, I didn't find the piece I was looking for. And I didn't find the love I was looking for. And I'm hurt by my memories. I'm hurt by my relationships. I'm hurt by myself. I'm hurt by the memories of the places that I've been. But I'm just gonna let it hurt. And I'm gonna keep going. And that's, and then and then working in this this idea of Understanding the mystery of life does not get you closer to reality. So it's this exploration of God and the devil and the idea that maybe the search for something higher is actually the giving up the search of something higher and accepting the fact that you just have what you got. This idea of it ain't gonna buy the groceries, figuring out the mysteries of life. So, which is, I mean, that's something that we've talked about throughout this episode, right? All of those things, right? It, this album is an exploration, and it's not providing any answers, and it's not providing any closure, really. Yep. This is the closest thing you get to closure, and it's about finding closure with that uncertainty and un. un- lack of closure i guess right but there is some closure like he, he right. talks about to move on the, and the, the closure accept. is the acceptance the closing off of the past that's what the closure is mm. the closure is i'm sick of reviewing the past even though i'm going to keep end up in, ending up at the past which is circle i'm going to keep ending up at the past i'm just going to accept that fact because he's in this song he's, he says I, and i worry about a worn path and i wander off because he's sick of his worn path but he ends up back on the worn path and says, I just, just to come back home, turning to waltz, hold high in the lowlands. He's basically saying, I went off the beaten path and I ended up back on it. And that's, it's, it's different now, but it's the same. And turning to waltz, I'm guessing he's saying, basically accepting the dance of the circle of kind of the fact that he's going to end up doing what he's going to do anyway. Mm. And that's that also at the beginning of the song must have been forces. This is it's, this is much more straightforward, and it's almost it's almost like written by a pastor. Like it's it's like a lot of these principles are are in the Bible. A lot of these principles are just principles of life that he's kind of talking about through these songs. Right. So in a way, you could say that each of these songs is an exploration of a principle, some sort of principle that he's discovering 
A little bit. Yeah. A, a little bit. And that's, of course, not blatantly true. And I don't think anything's blatantly true about this album. Yeah. But that's what I, that's what the, I get out of this. So much yeah. closure. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and again, sonically, too. Like, it just sounds complete. And it, it, and it, and it, 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 it does the same thing, which is why I, I really, really like it. it. It's it's actually, for the namesake of the closing song scale, the This Must Be The Place scale, it does the same, similar thing where you have all of these songs before it that have all been like modulated and changed and, and added with a lot of electronics or whatever. And then the closing song is not that. It's anything but that. It's like the most pure acoustic leaning song which is his voice in the piano for the most part and that's perfect like it it it, and not in a way that it's oh thank god you know those other things are are there but it's it's just like the the return Hmm. to form or or like this this yeah the saying you know yeah i was using all those as like a means of exploration and this is the way that maybe i'll move on or this is the way that i I just want to close it is is to to not have those things be a part of this this is my my pure thought that i just want to express Hmm. yeah separating separating the separating himself at the end maybe from all of these explorations yeah maybe like a little bit like an epilogue or in a way you know yeah, a little bit like an epilogue. Yeah, a note, a note from the author. <laughs> a bit of that. But it, but it also serves as the conclusion. It is the conclusion, but also that. Yeah. Well, it 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 takes on a descriptive form instead of a prescriptive form. Like he, he didn't approach the album with like these are the instruments I'm going to use and this is how it's going to go. Each song was designed. For, it was custom designed for that song, which instruments would be used and the arrangement of it and how that song would be approached it was it was designer it's like the dead opposite of um like if you look at um torches and fostered the people same instruments on every song and then they use those instruments to create the songs this is like this is the opposite this is like each of these songs is unique so we're going to use the meaning of the song to decide what the what the Mm -hmm. instrument or what the feel is going to be yeah yeah. And and yeah, and, and obviously possible people, every artist does that to some degree, but this is the this is like one of the highest degrees of that. And so how could it how could it not how could it not be that this is the last song being such a, a song about reflection and resolution on topics is kind of this folky mm-hmm. at, at home for Boney Bear feel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, it lends itself. The yeah, the music coincides with the meeting. Coincides with the I don't know. To me, closing of everything. It's it's all just it's all good, Paul. I think it's a benchmark. <laughs> it's a benchmark. Like this is a five. Like this is the this is oh the, yeah. This is the 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 high point. This is what everything would want to reach for. Yeah, I, I agree. In my mind. Perfectly carefully placed, masterful, self-aware, but also going beyond that. Yeah. In in terms of building it, building the building the meaning of the song forward instead of just like checking off the boxes. Yeah. Definitely a five. Definitely, Definitely a five. A five. It's, this is, it's this is such an uh, an album. This is this album is an absolute unit. <laughs> yep. 
it's I think the only way to describe it. It is an absolute unit. It, it, I mean, it is as detailed as the album cover is in terms of symbolism and usage of reference and the multidimensionalism from so many angles, intellectually and thoughtfully placed, this album just checks off on fantastic artistry. The only place that it doesn't fulfill is popness, has Uh, zero popness to it. You don't understand it. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. You're, you're going to have to be frustrated to understand it. But that's, that's kind of, I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe that's one of the big values of art in general is to make you question things. Because Bon Iver, we, I, we didn't mention this this whole time, but he went off to Greece to basically kind of explore the meaning of this album. And his whole thing is like he's putting himself so far outside of his comfort zone and going into isolation to discover things. Yeah, and so maybe maybe that's a bit of the value of the art itself is just to make you question like, okay, this is either a, just a song that I listen to, or how deep in this rabbit hole do I want to go? What the fuck am I actually listening to? Yep, and you could do and like I did, you could not do that, and you could do that, and either way, it's worth listening to. Right, it gets amazing in both ways to me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, it's, yeah. Because I've listened to this a bunch of times without having any idea what I was listening to. Me Just too. The like, first like six times I listened to it, I had no idea what the hell I was talking about. And then I finally was like, all right, I got to, now I got to dive into yeah, this. Yeah, you got to read. You got to read. So it was just, yep. but, uh, oh man. Yeah. I just, so, I've, yeah. Come, I've come away from this. Just, I, I, I went, I was hoping it was going to be like, wow, this is really cool. And not like, oh, wow, this is so like up its own ass. So I'm really no. happy. Well, you, you, just... you mentioned at one point, like, how far is this away from laughable? Because it's like, because the, 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 because it's so outside of the realm, it's, it, it could come off as pretentious very easily. Yeah. And I, I think in some ways it is pretentious because yeah. it's, it's this marketing idea of like, uh-huh. going to play around with the names of the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 in the end, I just feel like it's so strong that it it, it doesn't that doesn't matter. Like it doesn't. I don't know. It stands it stands up to the critic of, of of if there were criticism. My gosh, like it just asks a lot. It asks a lot of the viewer. My yeah. gosh, I remember when I first opened it up, I was like, oh my, God, for real, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's why I was like kind of nervous doing this, uh, you know, album because it's like, oh, okay, like there's no way to ever do it justice. Yeah. It's so dense. And so thirty, and it's so funny because it's ten songs, thirty-four minutes. That's the I want to say the funniest thing about it. It's it's, 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 it's yeah, short. This, is, this might be shorter than the Frankie Valley album we did. You know, like it's yeah. not long. Yeah, it's very short. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Oh my god. With that though, I feel we can wrap it. That's up. the close. We gotta close it there. <sighs> Send it on its way down the river. Goodbye, 22 a million. Nice job. Good job. Good job, Bon. <laughs> no, nice job, you. I was <laughs> saying good job completing this album. Yeah. You could have easily... It, it, it would be an easy album to, to just stick at the surface level with and not try to crawl into the depths with, but we needed to for this, for this one. So mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Dug our heels in. It's another way. Worth. With that, we move on, Paul, to the next album. Do we now? We do. Oh. Tell me your thought. How do you, where do you, where do you go from this? Well, You're like, I got us a denser, more intricate crypto. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, kinda, I don't even know who I would go to. This has got to be it. I feel like tools, maybe. No, like tools really, basic. I don't know. I never listened to tool. I just listened Like, come on. That was Bush. People that's think that Bush. Tool's really, yeah, okay. Bush is definitely not. T- I think Tool <laughs> thinks of itself as very like. A, oh, do they? Are they artsy intricate? I think so. Yeah, oh, I don't okay. know. I've listened to it. Maybe we'll do Tool. I don't know. You two is the next closest thing in terms. Yeah, of, for uh, for us, yeah, Octang Baby was the, I think the closest. But this um, is. I actually took a took a complete tangent. Nice. And I was I I really what I really wanted to do was start onto a genre we haven't touched on yet great perfect and love it be- yeah because uh, uh, it's kind of shocking oh. that we haven't touched on it yet you're can you guess what it is with just me saying that uh a genre that's that i'm kind of shocked that we haven't touched on yet that you're shocked you haven't touched on is it because we've done rap we've done i guess have we've never done like pure funk i'm gonna go funk <laughs> we should do pure funk i've I, no, i've it, almost picked funkadelic multiple times definitely crossed my mind to pick a 70s funk band and yeah. and we'll, we'll get there we'll get there. we have so many 70s albums to do <laughs> there's there's a lot and there's a lot in the six, late 60s that's yeah. uh it's absolutely necessary I, I did want to pick gil scott heron so shout out that's that was but it was an hour-long album which is why it didn't yeah so um but that that was all in the early thing before i decided to to go on this tangent specifically okay the tangent is electronic music oh wait probably done any of it we did odessa oh you know that's true oh you know that's true that's true we haven't done a lot of odessa odessa is indie tronica so it is electronic yeah if you want to call it i think that's it i think i think that's the only you know realm we've gotten i'm pretty sure that's it okay wait so are we saying in the same decade, Paul, you're going to break our rule two times? Uh, no. No. We're going back to the earliest version of electronic Ooh. music. <laughs> 91, so we're going to listen to that Diplo song. <laughs> I, I wanted to go into like Frankie Knuckles, Chicago, early house music, but okay. it's really pretty unlistenable. And it's, Got it's, it. It's, it's, it sucks. There's not a lot to take away from it. It's kind of like, ah, uh, I see how ah. other things came from this. Yeah, but yeah. This yeah, isn't yeah. good, actually. Yeah, yeah. So, but so I went back even further than that, and I went into a little band called Craftwork. Oh fuck yeah! So, oh my god, I've always wanted to know what's going on here. They're performing, so, like they still perform. They do crazy 3D concerts, I guess. They still do. They got to be old. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there's not a lot to it. So okay, so here's the deal. The <laughs> the, album, the the album is Autobahn. Oh wait, is it really called Autobahn? Yeah, it's 19, that's an, 1974. That's the name of the fake album. That's in, the Big Lebowski. Uh, the Big Lebowski. No, right? that's yeah. not the fake album. That's a real album. Okay, wait, wait. Where is it? Autobahn. 74. It, there's a 22 minute song in it, so <laughs> we're gonna have to. Oh, it's 22 six five three four. Yeah, this the the song Autobahn is really long, but this is a le- it's a legendary song. There's only five songs on this album. This is this is one of the earliest versions of ele- pure electronic this is, uh, music. Amazing. Okay, great. 
1974. Five songs, 42 minutes. Right. I, but it's I really to, just because yeah. of one song. Yeah, I mean, I let me say this. I, I checked it out briefly. Yeah. I didn't I didn't go super in-depth or anything, but I, I checked it out. The other songs are also good. So this is we, we're not gonna be wasting away on these other songs. Yeah. Um Autobahn is famous, obviously, because it's a 22-minute techno song that came out in 1974. 74. It's yeah, two years after Rundgren. This is that's ridiculous. Two years after Fleetwood Mac. Mostly people are still making like blues rock music at this time. And I'm I don't I, I didn't like go on a deep wiki hole around electronic music, but I know that this is one of the earliest examples of of just straight up techno house. Oh my god. Okay, I'm in. This is yeah. actually a pretty good, like I feel like Sonic like. This makes sense from Bonnie Bear. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. And maybe that was there was a subconscious switch. Electronic. Yeah. It it actually makes sense. That that wouldn't exist. You know what? You know what? Yeah, now that you mention it, that's how it started. It started from oh, you know who else does those vocal ads? Is Daft Punk. And I was like, should I pick another Daft Punk album? And I was like, no. But then I was like, okay, but let's go further back than Daft Punk. Like, what's what's before that? And this is how I ended up here. Oh my god. All right, well, let's let's wrap it up. Uh, yeah, so we'll for, play all twenty-two minutes of Autobahn. Yeah, that'll be the closing. This is going to be forty, <laughs> what, an hour and fifty minutes plus twenty-two minutes for the closing. Nice. Um, <laughs> uh, for all of us here at the Album Call, I, James Johnson, along with my co-host slash brother Paul Johnson, deeply thank you for listening. If you would like to find us, we are on Instagram at the Album Crawl, and we're at gmail at the album crawl gmail.com so uh, if you want to hit us up please rate us on itunes rate us on spotify we're here for you we'll take any suggestions and ignore them um promptly promptly yeah but if you have any ideas about the show tell us how you like it tell us if you don't like it whatever we're, we're around thanks for listening this is the album crawl catch you next time <laughs>